Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan Bergenison, and we have some wonderful friends with us tonight on this amazing episode, and we're talking zombies tonight, right, guys? <laughs> and I'm your Edgar Wright expert, Blake. <laughs> and I'm your expert on making zombies and the craft of making zombies, and... And your name, Brian. <laughs> and my name is Brian. <laughs> this is Aaron. I'm the name expert. Yay. So we watched this really, we, we're flashing back to 2004 yet again, because Aaron's here, and we always have to watch a 2004 movie with Aaron, because there are so many good ones. Except for there. all those times we didn't watch a 2004 movie with Aaron, but that's um, fine. You know, we gotta we just digress a little bit here. You digress now, a little bit. <laughs> we really like 2004 movies, and it tonight is, an accept, is not an exception to that. It was Shaun of the Dead, Shaun which is... Simon Pegg and Edgar, Edgar Wright's Wright. first big budget fil- like yeah. just film. Well, it was like more than a million dollars, so that's pretty big budget. Three million pounds, four million yeah. pounds, something yeah, like so, that. So which about six million dollars. Yeah, back was. in the day, that was about yeah about uh, two to one. Two to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. strange rate. Lots of money. So if you haven't seen this film, it's been around for a little while since uh, two thousand four. We we <laughs> knew we were going to watch this. This has been on our list to watch for a while, and we said, hey, let's get some pub beers because you know we're not we're not in England and we've already done British beers for British films, so we just got a beer called Pub Beer, and then a Hellas Lager. And we'll talk about those in a little bit. And I think both of them, while they tasted pretty close to each other, went really well with the film because we're just like hanging out watching it with friends, you know, right. like they do. You're like, you're going to survive the apocalypse. And go around, ha- go around, have a round at the Winchester and wait for all this to blow over. Yes. Well, it's a, a safe, comfortable spot to spend the uh, the zombie accomplice, uh, uh, ap- apocalypse. And, you know, these are, I don't want to say safe, comfortable beers, but they're they're familiar, familiar flavors. They go well. It's beer easy. that tastes like, like beer. It's beer that tastes like beer. Yeah. Which yeah. is basically what they want. He's like, it's going to be a little warm, but you'll enjoy it. Thanks, babe. This is a movie about some 30-something guys and they're, I guess you would say, girlfriends and friends that, you know, the one works at an electronics store and you just got to feel for the guy because it's a small hole in the wall, mom and pop shop, and he's just trying to- Dan, like, you're focusing on every wrong detail right and, now. The, the whole thing uh, is that Sean's living like a zombie. His life's going nowhere. Liz breaks up with him. Yes. He's hanging on to his friend from primary school, Ed, who's been what? crashing for five or six months, who's a yes. drug dealer occasionally, and- Every character. Every character has something that they can't let go of and they can't move on from. Yeah. Liz David, is just mad. Let, Liz gives him an ultimatum. It's either the pub or me. That's the right. whole premise of the film. Yeah, grow up, start. And you know, Liz doesn't want to be trapped. She doesn't want to be in this this routine in this like boring pub, drinking her life away. Is I think what she actually says. She says that, and, and you know, she wants to go out. She wants to have adventures. And one of Sean's roommates <gasps> tells him to ditch the messy roommate, yeah, who he's known since grammar school, mm-hmm. Pete, yeah, who drinks Pete. beer, plays video games, deals Most drugs, eats crisps. On the couch. I, I can't imagine anybody in this group doing that ever. Never. That's all I do. I don't eat crisps on the couch. You them <laughs> yeah, in bed, are you weirdo? <laughs> we <laughs> you still have jobs. We still right. get up uh, off yeah. the couch. Yeah. yeah. Once in a while. Mm-hmm. But but there is certainly, I think, of this, this allegory, though, of like, you know, Sean is living this existence that's so routine. He's so kind of dead to life. He's so, you know, just like going through the motions and you know, and of course, Liz is going to respond to this. Of course, Liz is going to want better for him for herself, yeah, and want better from him for what is the life that she wants versus this kind of deadened routine right. of a uh, you know a job that's going nowhere. She, or, she wants to go out to a nice dinner and right? the place with all the fish, dinner and a movie. Yeah, and instead he takes her to the pub. But the, the, the other one of the other characters, David, he's fixated on the past too. He can't let go of you know this. The, the, you know, 
this fixation on Liz, also he's stuck uh, and can't grow up. And then you know Ed, the, uh, the you know the classic friend who's kind of a, a I think a representation of all the immature people that we know. Uh, we don't know anyone like that. <laughs> right. No, 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 none of us. Why are you looking at me so hard in none the of us. eyes? I'm staring at my screen. I'm not staring Dan's at looking at my soul, here. guys. I'm staring down here. But we do have people that will help us, to, that will cause us to, I think, kind of regress and be an earlier, younger, stupider version of ourselves. Like, that's not necessarily bad. That's not a bad thing. Right. It's, but, nice to, it's nice to revert once in a while and be like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like to be free. This is what I was like in college. Yeah. 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 Right. But yeah. anyway, we're we're diverging quite a bit because the film is, this is really the setup to the film. Yeah. Because oh, what happens is the zombie apocalypse, right. which flips Sean out of his routine. Oh, yeah. Kicks him into hero mode. Well, the whole fun thing is like there's the whole like the end of the first part, which the first part is like it's, it's small stories. It's like we're setting it up and then he wakes up that morning after the shit's gone to shit and he's walking around and does his routine. He's and still oblivious. Notice. He's right. oblivious to everything. He, because he's he just still in his life, yeah. which is yeah. oblivion. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a really good message to everybody. I think that's hammered really well in that yeah. context. Yeah. You could be like so caught up in your own internal, you know, the, the, the kind of minutia self, self-absorbed that you can be completely unaware of what's going on. Don't have your earbuds in while you're walking down the street, looking at your phone and cross the street. That's a really bad idea, which is basically the premise of this movie. And check your voicemail. Check your voicemails. (laughs) I actually did almost get hit by a car back in Norfolk because of that. (laughs) Well, you know, you just be careful. Look out for yourself. Look out for your others. And that's also part of the story is the redemption that he goes through and finding, I have purpose as long as I make an effort. Anyway, there's zombies in this, and George Romero saw a screening of it. It was so honored by it because they based this off the Romero trilogy. Yes, that he made Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg extras in his Land of the Dead, made in 2005. Hmm. Like a year later, after this movie came out, like this is an amazing zombie movie. They do some pretty atypical zombie activities. They're not very fast. They walk slow. Uh, Simon they put Pegg their arms said out in front of them. In response to that, Simon Pegg said, "Death isn't an energy drink." No, it is not. <laughs> now, I love a running zombie, but he's right. You're a rotting corpse. The most you should be able to do is shuffle. But it's that they retain. I like that they retain their personality. You see it in the stepdad when they're like, he's gone. He's not there anymore. He turns off the music. Right. Mm-hmm. He tells his uh, rec- uh, recently undead former roommate, Pete, that we're going to take your car. The hand punches out of the shower. <laughs> right. It's elements of personality might change, but the yeah. metabolism absolutely is different. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So all the zombie films, like The Walking Dead and things, where they're like they're just wandering around, versus the films and TV shows that I've seen where they have them running and yeah. they're smart and they know what they're doing. There's been some other British shows I mentioned while we were watching this mm-hmm, towards the mm-hmm. end about you know they're you don't have to be undead to be undead because things you know the dead don't die, which was a really good film that came out pretty recently. That was a hilarious thing. And that had running zombies. Oh, yeah. But they came out of the ground. This was like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. skeletons and zombies, not just like zombies. Like, I don't care for Zack Snyder, but he does make a pretty good smart zombie. Yeah. It's one of the newer dead movies that, like, I think, not Bubs, that's the Fido one, but like another zombie, like, figures out how a door works, and he's letting the whole horde into this human encampment. But we're not talking about Zack Snyder and his yeah. questionable decisions. We're talking about how great Edgar Wright is. Well, I, I think one of the things I wanted to say about Shaun of the Dead, that, you know, aside from all the zombie movie tropes, you know, that you know, th- there's a lot of zombie movies out there, but Shaun of the Dead, it keeps its humor throughout, but also, like, there's a focus on relationships. Oh, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. And, and characters. And, and, you know, even in this sort of, you know, a life-or-death situation, 
the, there's a message that like all of that, the, those relationships and these characters' decisions, they still matter. And not just decisions of like, oh, do I run downstairs because the zombies are here? No, it's like decisions about like, you know, the direction of your life. Who do you want to include in your life? What are you going to do with yourself? All of that still matters, even in the context of it's a zombie apocalypse. Right. Not every, a lot of zombie movies, it's not. It's just kind of these, these uh, adrenaline jumps, you know. Somebody's phone <laughs> ding. Sorry, keep going. A lot, of, a lot of the other zombie movies, it's like there's all these like jump shots and there's all this adrenaline. And it's not, you know, it's not looking at who the characters are. It's not looking at what the relationships are. It's not looking at what, what are the, the primary character motivations beyond just staying alive. Shaun of the Dead looks at that stuff. It does an excellent job of it, I think, to examine that and, you know, keep it funny. And still, like, yeah, raise the tension. Have this, you know, the zombies, tension about the zombies aren't the focus. The zombies are not the focus. Yeah, that's it's exactly. It's, some, it's the backdrop to the storytelling. I was, I was trying to get there, Dan, and you, and you just put me over the finish line. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I really like about it. It's not just shock factor. It's not just jump shots or scare shots. It, it's a story, and it's about characters, and those characters matter. They do. Yeah. Well, you know, it it is a comedy, and it it's it's commentary about. You know the hero's journey. Really, it's mm-hmm. Sean's uh, character arc from someone who's just floating through his life to someone whose life matters to him for a change, right. and it matters to him because he needs to save these people, and it it's the people he's chosen to be in his life. He's he's chosen something for the first time in probably years, right? And that thing is have a plan. The plan is go save mom. Go save girlfriend. Go to the Winchester and eat peanuts in the dark. And eat peanuts in the dark because that gets said it, like it, three it, times. It, it's ha- have a have a login with the salt. Wait for the all to wash over. over. Yeah, and then it's like when it's funny is like, which happens in The Walking Dead and some of the other more recent TV and movies that have been out there. It's like you set the zombie on fire, the zombie's on fire. It's still going to come after you. It's not going to stop unless you kill its brain. So it's like when they set the bar on fire, I'm like, oh, you just screwed yourself on that one. Yeah. Well, they've not seen a, them act. They've seen them act like people before. People are scared of fire. Yeah, but so okay. So, do we judge this film based on their actions and just how they would do it based on that point in time in the universe without having a, sh- a crap ton of other zombie films out there? And like, oh, you should do this if that happens. Well, who's going to do that? Because we're all scared and we don't know what to do and we just react. You know, not everyone's been in a situation where they have to deal with uh, encroaching zombies within five feet. I'd grab uh, my nearest the, baseball bat or my club and you just go to town. You don't have a baseball town. bat. <laughs> I don't, but I would buy one. Well, you need on. to buy one. All hey, right. hey, let's just take on the uh, the campus. We'll steal some. Yeah, Z- no zombie doubt. lore, though, wasn't like The Walking Dead and starting with that. Like, the, I mean, you know, George vam- Romero. The, the, the vampire Romero thing yeah. was, you know, like Vlad the Impaler in, you know, uh, uh, Bolt. Was it Bulgaria or Romania? The Balkans. It's pronounced Transylvania, Aaron. Get your head out of your Okay, butt. Transylvania. But, you know, he, that <laughs> was a know. real dude, you know, like 800 years ago or, or whenever. I Are we doing the time warp again? Yeah, we're going back to 1256. It's going to be a fun time. Transsexual from Transylvania. But, yes. but, I mean, like zombies as an idea and as a theme, like they've been around, like, you know, at least there have been movies since like the 50s, right? Like, well, think. it was really Giorgio Romero that came up with our perception of what yeah. a zombie is. Okay. Shuffling, arms out, unresponsive. So yeah, for, be, for those before of, that, it was it was more like the 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 voodoo idea of a zombie, someone yeah, in, in yeah. a trance like state. 
who's controlled by a, a witch doctor or like a mummy yeah. maybe yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah like so, i want to say there was a james bond film that had some caribbean zombie activity from like cuba or was that Jamaica one of the more problematic ones where they slapped women and called them uh, yes, hot cakes yes they did <laughs> but i want to say i mean quiet hot cakes zombies <laughs> existed Slap. it's just not in the context and the popularity yeah. that we see them as common culture it, it was it was really giorgio romero so, yeah. that that gave us our idea that yeah. we now see when did romero do this because I, I i'm not familiar and 1968 sure he did the some of our first listeners. one or 67 yeah. okay. it was black and white wasn't it It was black and white i was about to look it, it up called, but brian's just dropping facts uh, <laughs> brian knows brian knows well, somebody went night, to school. night of the living dead was the first one night yeah. of the living dead and mm-hmm. then there was dawn of the dead 1968 and mm-hmm. day was, of the dead i i love the uh, land of the dead and army yeah. of the dead i think army and i think Zack snyder and james gunn have each remade a couple of them i think Dawn's my favorite because it's the one the mall, right? Right. Which and is, is a full a like, critique 30, on consumerism. Yeah. Yes, a little bit. Full 30, 40 minutes where there's no zombies or just farting around the mall. And George Romero pushed for them to have pink blood because he wanted it to feel like a comic book. Huh. So people said, the blood's not realistic. He said, it's not supposed to be. These aren't real. I want this to be a heightened thing. Look at my giant glasses. I'm George Romero. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, you can feel the influence here with the slow shuffling... They reference, they say, uh, uh, the the night film at some point. They're real casual about it. They reference that these movies exist. Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Romero movies. Although they do say, no, don't say the Z word. Because mm. is that copyrighted? Are they allowed to say zombies? I think, he, I think Sean just didn't want to face the fact that zombies are real. Well, he just got broken up with. He spent a two-day bender drinking. You want to expect me to shoot my mother or you expect me to shoot my best friend, my flatmate, after I've shot my mother and I've shot my stepdad. And I like the bold direction you gave a British person a Jersey accent. I and know. I was about to make a joke about the records, but never mind. Hey, the <laughs> yes. original Jersey is British, man. It Old is. Jersey. Old Jersey is yeah. definitely British. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's a connection. I will outvoted. The record bit, that was hilarious because they were jamming out. It's, they my, it's my first the album. Music, the music was like, oh, that was a second pressing. You can't throw that because they're like throwing the, the records in the backyard at the zombies. I f- totally forgot about that scene. It was hilarious. No, but, uh, that, it's great because that's Bloody Mary. When when Ed says, uh, you know what? Let's just keep drinking. And he names all the stuff that have a Bloody Mary, get a couple of the King's Head, his stepdad, and uh, we'll come back around the Winchester. He describes what's going to happen in the movie. And Edgar, Edgar Wright does that all the time. Little breadcrumbs. Well, that you really should rewatch his movies. Four or five times. Uh, there was stuff in the background that I don't remember noticing before. You right, know, like the right. couple that was started out like making out when they went into the pub and then they were like not making out. One was a zombie feasting on the other when they were exiting the pub, but you couldn't tell unless yeah. you looked real close. <laughs> well, yeah. until the guy's head fall right, yeah. fell off. Yeah. The guys, yeah, the head <laughs> fell off. It's like, oh, they're not they're not just necking. That's a different thing now. Uh-huh. Yeah, necking's a whole different ball game. Right? Right. Let's not go there. But I, I do like the the record scene where they're throwing the vinyl in the backyard because that, that also does seem like that's you know they're they're are you connected to your past? Do you hold on to these things that kind of hold you back, or do you use that in the present to try and move forward? Solve the problems you got with zombies in your backyard. Wow, you know, dude, plus that deep. joke. Plus that joke where he says, "Shade, it's Liz's. She did break up with you." He throws it, shatters. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know Shade. Also, I'm trying to remember, Brian. Is there a lot of uh, like blunt force weapons used in the Romero movies? Because these guys reference it, but they don't do a good job until they get the cricket bat and the shovel. Yeah. They're throwing a basket at it for for God's sakes! What is yes. happening? I don't and know. Plates, <laughs> but there mugs. was and there yeah. was the really fun thing is so now that's the second phone that's gone off and the phones were going off during the film and the oh dude God, like, yes. oh, it, hold on a second, mate. Uh, and he no, takes the phone call. It's two, just like two seconds. Mm, two seconds. It's, 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 
guy asking for weed in the zombie apocalypse. I got nothing, mate. I got nothing. The team meeting, like opening the store, one of the teenage employees takes a phone call in the team meeting (laughs) of the retail associates opening the electronic store. And and like, and I was thinking, like, yeah, there was a time, like a period of time where you know we were trying to figure out like what are the what are the polite norms for taking cell phone yeah, calls. Yeah, what are the protocols? Like, yeah, what are the protocols? And there was a difference between younger generations and older generations and what they thought was socially acceptable. That same character at the very end was in the very end scene where he then was the guy who was a zombie pushing the shopping carts because yes. they, they put collars on them and handcuffs and so they couldn't attack people. So they just like pushed carts but, around. A commentary on capitalism defined like, okay, what are the economically useful ways to employ zombies in entertainment and the service industry? Well, of course. Yeah. It's it's awesome is, Japanese game shows. Is yeah, what it yeah. Is. American Gladiator with zombies. Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Zomerica Gladiator. Yeah. Zombie American Gladiator. Zombie Gladiator. Okay. So, <laughs> so we had a really good time watching this film. And again, God, this I movie holds up so well. We we I think we all really enjoy. It. I think we've all seen it before. I've seen so it five or six times. If, I love it. If you it. have not seen it, we really suggest seeing it. And if you're going to watch it and have, it's it, fun. have something it's, to drink. It's not a horror film. It's it a not. comedy. It is a comedy. It's, it's a zombie that, romantic comedy. There's, there are a couple bloody moments. There's some gore. It's PG for sure. I mean, you, you see one dude get disemboweled. But it, it's but, not you know. torture porn. It's not no, no, jumpy. No. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not more, scary. It's more language than anything. It, it yeah. kind of makes fun of the scare shots, I think. I yeah. Think yeah. Tries. yeah. That, thanks for hanging out so far. This is moving to beer, and we're talking about Shaun of the Dead. And the two wonderful beers that we had was a 10-barrel brewing company called Pub Beer Lager. And the other one was from Frame, which is out of Hood River. And it's their Hellas Lager. These beers tasted really similar. I mean, I I felt kind of bad because I was like, I just need some really neutral lagers. And these were two that I already had. And I was like, let's do these. So at this point, we usually either have picked them out ahead of time this was kind of, hey, we're going to watch this, and this is what we have in the fridge. So And I it helped. Really well. it, it, I, you did a really good job on saying, hey, well, I mean, you have this. Let's do that. The last okay. th- the last act of this film happens in a pub, and the first beer we're going to talk about is literally named Pub Beer. Yes, correct. <laughs> we've, we've given props to 10 Barrel before. They've, they've hooked us up with beer in the past, and this is something you can get in like an 18 or 24 pack. Yeah. It, both of these beers are available at like Fred Meyer and New Seasons and some of the bigger grocery store chains that are around the Portland Metro and West Coast area, actually. Mm-hmm, Timberl mm-hmm. gets distributed pretty widely because they're owned by a bigger company. I have no problem with that. This is a really, really nice, gentle beer. It tastes like beer. Right? Yeah. It's not trying yeah. to pretend to be something else it's not a lager other than just being a lager it's i was not about to say to it be, says lager on the can no 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 i mean <laughs> when, when people say oh well you know it's it's like a dry hopped blah 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 with fruit or well, whatever no yeah. this is just a straight up it's a beer. beer well and and the label on it is it just says pub beer very interesting it looks like a generic brand yes i mean and that's intentional yeah. marketing i think yeah mm-hmm. so five point Nothing ABV, so it's just 5%. <laughs> 5, <laughs> 5 point nothing. Uh, 18 ABV, so super low bitterness scale. So, Brian, you are a little bit more sensitive to the bitterness than some of us. How, what do you think of the bitter yeah, so, characters on this? Uh, I enjoyed this beer of the two more. Okay. Uh, it was a little less bit bitter. Um, there was nothing obtrusive, nothing to get in the way of my just watching the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was a... It was an, a beer that I was having while I was watching a movie with friends. So kind of a light greeny, multi mid. Kind of not not not. When I say greeny, I mean like okay, I know that there's something there to kind of hold up against the little bit of hops that are there. So there's, it's really gently balanced. The 
there's going to be a, there's like a citrusy pear flavor that kind of comes along with the lager and this yeast that they're using. Noble, it's just straight noble hops. So yeah, it, it, it was a, a very um, kind of right down the center beer, you know, yes. it, it, it just nothing to distract from what I was doing. Correct. Um, if I, if I wanted a beer that I was, Oh, I, this is really has a lot of levels of flavor. I don't right. think I would have gotten that from this beer. Yeah. Right. But I was oh. watching movies with friends, so it was great. Yeah. So yeah. This, this is like, again, they, they sell it in actual. So what's interesting is over the last, I don't know, four to five years, and actually COVID really pushed them all to do this, since they've been canning, and this is actually a smaller traditional size can and not a tall boy, they sell it, like, again, in, like, 18 and 24 packs. Yep, yep. It's, like, less than 20 bucks. So I, it's, like... Decent beer. It's not crap American lager. It's actually really decent tasting. It's not going to give you that stupid hangover. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. using good ingredients. It's just it's not supposed to be something special and weird. I, I think that 18 pack is telling. And Dan, Dan, it's a it's a really point well taken because there are some beers that you have and you know you're going to have one of them. Yeah, It's yeah, this yeah. like craft distinct flavor that's really, you know. They, they make it... For three months out of the year, right? And yeah, and it's and it's you know complete. It's unique in terms of what the flavor profile is, and the, you know the complexity of the different elements. Pub beer, however, like it, it it's kind of I don't want to say it's like generic in its flavor profile, but if you're if you're having like six beers one night, you know, like you know, you did a bunch of yard work and you're just God, having yes. six beers. This is the beer that you want because yeah. it's easy drinking and it's you know it's, it's six beers of like a really you know, complicated flavor profile that's going to mess up your palate. And like six of these, not going to mess it up. Not going to mess it up. This is phenomenal cookout beer. It is. Which is why why Dan got it for his cookout. So, so and if you don't have the time or the, you're you're talking with friends, you don't have the mental capacity to really focus in on it. Savor the beer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't want something really complex. Yeah. It's almost comfortable, like a comfortable, familiar pub that you just, uh, that you went to during the apocalypse. Well, Aaron, the thing about that is if we're going to go somewhere, I want to know where the exits are. I want it to be, feel familiar and I want to be able to smoke. Even though I've never smoked before in my life i want to be able to spell and that would be the winchester as a bit of fried gold there clank yes the nice thing about this beer is that the flavor and as we're talking about you know, it's a good camping beer or it's a good board game night beer or board game night it's going to sit out for a little bit it's going to sit out for yeah. half an hour you're just sipping because it's a sipper it's you could chug it or sip it i'm going to sip this one the flavor actually gets a little better and a little flatter as it warms up which is not a bad thing with yeah. this yeah because I think the flavors kind of blend a little bit better as it warms up. It, you, again, could drink it you know, out of a pitcher and you'd be fine. I think if you go to the 10 barrel locations, you can get this in pitchers. Well, I think generally, like the colder, most liquids, beer included, the colder they are, the, the more muted the most flavors are. Correct. That tends exactly. to be the advertising tactic for the larger uh, adjunct lagers, right? Yes, American uh, where, lagers. Where, where Coors' this whole thing is, it's so cold, the the mountains are blue now. Because if you drink it warm, it tastes like piss. It, it, yeah. If, if you got a, like a, a thermosensitive decal on your can, so you know it's cold enough to drink, that's probably not a great beer. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not opposite. a great beer. That's the opposite of what it should <laughs> it's be. It's one of my favorite exactly. jokes on It's Always Sunny, where they make a point about, it, it, it's, it, the can's cold, so you know it's a good beer. Anyway, I quit. <laughs> All right, so the second beer but that yeah. we had, I mean, I, again, I think these had a real similar profile. There was a little bit of difference between them. So Frame Hellas Lager. So this is a Hellas style and not a Pilsner style. Not, a hell, one's a not Pilsner a hell yeah style. style? Correct. This is going to have a little bit more traditional Perla and Tettingang hops, which are really German-based hops. You just made those words up. I did. The first one is going to be more American-British style. The second one is going to be more German style. But you can uh, there, a lot of American breweries are making them. like, And it's really, really, really 
got a nice toasted mid. When I say toasted, it's not malt Stoned. forward, but it's going to hold up really well as it warms up. It's going to hold on to that body. It's going to be a little hint of honey, a little sweetness. Mm-hmm. Really nice beer, both with, of them. With, with my basic sensibilities and lack of uh, dignity when it comes to drinking beers, I was going to say this one tasted sharper. Than yes. the pub beer. Yes. And that's and that's from the Perla and the Tatanyang are going to give you that kind of earthy, leafy, dry left, like a little bit of acidicness on the back. That's from the hops, that kind of acidity. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's why you, you need to have a little bit of sweetness. That's why the, the type of grains that they're using, Weirman Pilsner, uh, they, they have like three different, there's Gambrius Pilsner and then Canadian Pilsner and, and Assiduated Malts, which are, that's three different countries for malt. So you're just kind of grabbing whatever they had and made it. And it's actually really nice. Hellas. Gotta catch them all drinking beer. It's nice. I liked it. I think both beers went really well. I would agree. Right. I think the first one probably Fr- a little bit better. Frankly, I think the combination of the first one was kind of like, like drinking the pub beer for the first two acts where it's light. It's the guys being dipshits and Sean figuring out his life and leading up to the tragic emotional moments of him having to take care of his mother. And yeah, and taking out his flatmate, who's known for at least five plus years, and just having a rough time. Like the second one really hit well during the whole so, Ed's getting bit. So Sean's when like, he my life when he gone. grew up, yeah, and formed a plan and led these people to yeah relative safety. <laughs> a, l- a little more grown up beer, a, a little, little more grown oh, yeah. up, yeah, a little, a little more, a little more bitter. That works. That works. That and works. Flavor when he I, found I, his okay. initiative. Yeah. yeah, he did. He, he there's is is when there's purpose. It works. And if you're listening where you can't get these beers where you are locally, something light, something that tastes good but doesn't detract. Because, again, Edgar Wright makes films that need to be ro- watched at least two to three times. You always catch something new. It's occasionally spells out the movie earlier, which you realize later, oh, man, he just told us what's going to happen. And it's just – it's he uses lines in a really clever way. I love how he makes. There's a lot of foreshadowing. I love how he makes films. I'm a he, big, he big fan. A, he's a really good director, and, he, and we've done a number of his films. And I think um, we appreciate the effort that goes into the writing and then the directing. Yeah, I think from a cinematography standpoint, there wasn't a lot of budget. They did a lot of natural lighting outside shots during yep, yep. daylight. They didn't have to worry about oh, we have to flood the area with floodlights. And we got to blah blah. The night shots and the dark shots were done really well. Again, there's a little bit of language, a little bit of gore, some gun violence, teenager, a little bit of gun violence. But you that know, one guy's I think, being a twat. I, ultimately, there's worse things on TV right now, oh, and yeah. just nat- nationally broadcasted TV than what you're going to see in this film. Oh. I think this tells a really good story. I, I would say it's it's enjoyable to watch. Teens. Yeah. Watch it with your kids if they're teenagers, not young kids, because yeah. young teens might get a little, young kids like under ten might get a little scared, maybe under twelve. Because they're zombies, yeah, and, yeah. and the zombies attack them, and they have to shoot their way through some of them. So it's a little scary. Give, but, give you your know. teen a beer is what Dan's saying. Basically. <laughs> Not really, but yes. <laughs> Teach responsibility. Everyone just fell silent. I mean, we're all, we're all like, you know, in, in Europe, in, in England, in Germany, in France, you know, children and are not, raised around not, alcohol. Not America, but America. America is not. America, you drink whatever you want, but America, you yeah, have to be so like, give them some good Kool-Aid or I mean, something. 2004, I just want to acknowledge, this was 18 years ago. A long time ago. I want. I wonder how this hits for somebody who's like an 18-year-old now. I mean, all of us, without saying too much, I think we're all, we're all definitely old enough to remember 2004 and remember what the world was like then. This, you know, pre-COVID world, but before cell phones. This my idea. soul, my soul is unending. 
You I don't totally either. lost track of what he was saying. Yeah, so the, the, the reality is... <laughs> I didn't of, mean to interrupt there. I was trying to do a bit. I'm the sorry. realities <laughs> of what they were interacting with and that the type of music that was popular and the things that they were doing with their lives mm-hmm. still reflective of today. I mean, that's not going to change because the people of that age range, if you haven't figured it out and moved on and done something with your life at that point, it's going to be really hard to go there. It's, it's kind of a coming of age story it in is. some respects. So Give yourself yeah. an we, opportunity to get responsibility. We, we've problems. all known people when we were 28, 29, 30, who still hadn't quite found their adults. I reset yet. my life at that age. I literally yeah. like I've multiple times gone through different career paths. And that was one of the last ones where it's like, you know, I think I'd like to have a, you know, something going on in my life later on that I can look back and be okay with. Like this podcast. The, the human brain continues to grow until somebody's 28 years old. You don't really become fully adult from uh, like a physiological neuroscience perspective until you're 28. Good to know. I think part of why I like Edgar Wright movies is because he tackles this theme of growing. Over a uh, He does just, a lot. Yeah, like Hot Fuzz is the second the Cornetto flavored trilogy. Talk about the, the British ice cream cone candies. The sticks. Yeah, the sticks. Drumsticks. In this one, it talks about, you know, Sean finding his place. Hot Fuzz is a little more action movie where his character learns to be flexible. But uh, The World's End, which is unfortunately re- released around the same time that the end of the world, that Seth Rogen vehicle, it's, it's fine. But The World's End, about a guy who wants to hit uh, the Golden Mile, 12 pubs. On his birthday. On it, it wasn't his birthday. He just wanted to do oh, he it. he just wanted to do it. I thought it was his birthday. It was. It's a lot darker than that. But he just, it, it's another great movie about, you know, looking back at your life and change. Edgar Wright's a really good filmmaker, guys. I, I can't yeah. say that enough. And I currently sort of resetting his life. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of directions anyone can go with their lives, but I think I, so the question is, is it'd be interesting to look and do a little research as to a lot of his films is, have focused on this yeah. and he hasn't really moved on or beyond that other than, <sighs> He's stuck. He he's needs to stuck. grow up. He, he needs, needs to grow to up and find a different path. According to his Instagram, he's doing fine. Well, yeah. I mean, but he's, he's making a lot of money on the films he's done. He's very successful. Yeah. He's but really well respected in the industry. But it's a resonant It's a resonant theme. But, but it's he's a still theme. working through something. There's something yeah. there yeah. holding him back. You no, know what I'm going to work through is uh, figure out what to name the uh, beer we're going to name pub for beer. the... Let's rename the pub beer because it's generic. It's a good call. And, I like it. And there are... Okay, so... so, so if you need to search, Dan, I can try to describe no, I, it. I, I know what I'm going to call mine. So. so what we're going to do is the beer name rename game where we go to IMDb's uh, was it plot keywords. Plot keywords. And if you can't find the mobile version, just Google it. Where uh, Most movies, usually newer ones, not as much, will have a collection of plot keywords supplied by the users of IMDb. I don't condone being a user of IMDb because they're owned by Amazon. I don't like Amazon, but that's a whole other point. But we usually try to, if it makes sense rename the beer we want to rename with keywords from the movie we mix and match we pick something crazy i never know when to go because i never win this and i really want to oh, you've won before <laughs> there's it there's always how, how not, as often, as, not we, as often as you man uh, we all win there's no winner there's no loser often there's a way better one than everyone else's <laughs> yes occasionally and and the thing i don't is, mind is, losing because then you get something even funnier than it's, what I had. it's a cool vibe i mean so, it's a whatever so looking at the 10 barrel uh 10 barrel brewing company Pub beer lager, it's fine, but yeah. we're gonna call it whoever's river. So I need to actually look at it. All right, what are we gonna call it, gentlemen? I'm gonna call it cricket bat because it's like Ooh. a, a nice as long as it's dripping Sunday blood afternoon. Label. As long as it's dripping blood on the table. Yeah, uh, like, uh, Brian, why would we call it that? Because it's a nice Sunday afternoon well spent with friends. Ooh, I like that. Easy like Sunday morning. 
I, I haven't gone through all these. I didn't know we were going to do this. There was a lot. I'm, I'm renamed. There's a lot of keywords for this movie, but I'm renaming. Maximalism. Pub, I'm renaming pub beer. You've got red on you. Damn it. <laughs> that's really red. good. That is a really good one. It would be the only thing that would improve that, Aaron, is if it was a red ale. <laughs> that feels, or it feels like what Stonebreaker does, where they take a line from a film and say, like, oh, here's the name of this thing. That's yes. very good. I like, I like these both so far. Yes, yes, yes. I can, I can follow that up with dysfunctional society. No. Let's get deep. Not a very good name for a beer, but I like it. Yeah. How is that reflective of this beer? It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just like going to throw. How, one how much beer marketing really is the reflective of the beer that? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get that. somebody else the win tonight. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no opening credits either. That's one of those on here, and I was just like, that Ooh, would be kind of interesting. No I, will, I would. Credits. I would drink. I would drink a stout named No Opening Credits. I don't know if it's on here. I kind of gave up when I realized that one of my favorite lines is, "We don't say the Z word." Ooh. Um, that would be interesting. It, I it's, like that. it's vague. It could kind of describe what maybe people taste like. I don't know. It's not easy people. Say the Z word. Now, the Z word. Z word. It has to be Z E D D. It has to be spelled out. I have the British say it. I yes. thought there's just one Z and Z. I have no idea. I might be uh, referencing a Power Rangers villain. Correct. Shit, I am. <laughs> no, uh, I Lord, mean, Lord Zed from season two or three of Power Rangers? Anyway, Zed, like Zed, right, Zebra, get back into my uh, Rangers cast. We'll, we'll get back into the British language mindset. All right, so not, zebra crossings. Not, not to set this uh, podcast in time and place, but is that problematic with the war in Ukraine? Oh. I don't know. Why would Zed oh. be bad? Because they're putting Z on things. Are yeah. they? Yeah. Yes. I mean, Russia. Russia. Russia military vehicles are we're, marking we're, What we're doing is showing Z's. how ignorant Blake is of the world. And it's a well, pro It's a pro war hey, uh, symbol. Who, who watches the news? Not and me. And that was actually said in this film. It was like, who watches the news? That's like, you no, know, they do, don't pay do, any attention. No, he said, do you, world, what, yeah. do you believe everything you see on TV? Yeah. And then he turned the TV who off. the news click? Yeah. No, yeah. Brian, that's a good call. You, you should be in marketing focus groups. Let's go... Improvised trampoline, and he he did a somersault. <laughs> he did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally well, improvised weapon was a keyword, and trampoline was a keyword. Yeah. I thought yeah, improvised improvise trampoline. trampoline. He did. Yeah. He did. He did trampoline over. He almost uh, saved his mom. He almost saved his mom, but he did not because she already got bit. And we're gonna. Plot I, don't, I don't think. Je- I don't think John Diane live around here. I don't think they do either. This has been moving to beer, and thanks for hanging out, everybody. Wait, it has? It has, and as always, yeah, it's the, gone by so quick. We've has. we've gone it's real gone deep by. for a zombie film, we guys. Went deep. Yeah. We we cast it and rung it back in. So, as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And thanks for hanging out with us. We really enjoyed the film. We think you would enjoy it too. Find some easy drinking beers. If you don't hydrate, you'll daydream. Smashes through window, tears apart the guy. It's terrible. Yeah, and, and, and you don't want to be disemboweled by zombies. So drink no. drink lots of water. If you're drink watch lot, lots and lots of water. Yeah, you don't want the zombies to think you, you're dehydrated and be embarrassed. Yeah, I know. It, it, and it could be like World War Z where they don't touch you if you're like if if you have some sort of disease, I've still never watched it. The it. books, the book's so good. I never watched the, the movie. You're not worth turning into a zombie to them. It's like again, and those are running the zombies. It's like so weird. It's like I would difference? recommend it. I'll watch it eventually, but the book is mm, it's top bad tier. Bit. Come on, man. But the movie's by Max Brooks, who did like a handful of zombie realistic zombie fictions. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, so we're the, the son of Mel Brooks. Yes, we we're really really digressing at this point. And I know Aaron has things to add, but I think we're going to cut this off cuz Oh no, I was thinking how do we how do we wrap this up? How do we wrap this up? Well, yeah. we're just going to say Hey, thanks for listening. This is Aaron. Stay unbitten unless you're into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dibba 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 dibba
Thanks for listening. This is Brian. You guys really aren't going to do the ooh from like earlier in the film. God, you guys aren't. I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't. When they're leaving the pub, and they're all like, the zombie's like, ooh. If you did the Queen song, I would have got it. Oh, you mean, no, it's not another one by It's Can't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop Me Now. It's Don't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop Me but you coined IMDb. Kill the Queen. Yeah, kill the Queen. Unplug the joke box. What a what a beer name. Kill the Queen. I kill the Queen. Oh, there you go. Apparently, uh, some. Are, are we going to wrap this up? I have I one more so. trivia bit, and that'll be my last thing. Right. And Dan's going to cut all this anyway. Who, no, okay, who matter? Who cares? Uh, Make Dan work harder with his editing. Yeah, <laughs> do the work. Uh, apparently, according to some news article thing in, in London, the. The Don't Stop Me Now in this movie uh, revitalized Queen's popularity for a younger audience. Yeah. They, they said that, that this is why people like younger than however old people were into Queen before got into Queen. It, it's like running up that hill. Like, Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Kate Bush. Yeah. Kate Bush. Like uh, younger audiences are rediscovering her. And Metallica, evidently. Yeah, yeah. People are big into puppets right now. Or ma- master of puppets. Dan just, Dan's just closing master. his, his tablet. So young his, people his understand old people had cool music too. Once upon a time we Once did, yes. Time. And so this is Dan signing out. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to call it here. Uh, check this film out. It's a good film. Two thumbs up. Watch the whole trilogy, man. Yeah, yeah. There's some really good things out there to watch. Uh, flashing back to 2004 is our vibe right now. So keep it real, everyone. And thanks for hanging out.